The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 7 of the Russellgeddon Podcast. I am, as always, your illustrious host, Chris the Heat Matthews, back once again to invade your ear holes with some wrestling talk. So here we go. Let's break it down right into the news. We had a huge weekend of wrestling with SummerSlam, NXT TakeOver Toronto, ROH Summer Supercard, and the finals of New Japan's G1 Climax. So here we go. Let's start with some New Japan news. Um, coming off of the G1, uh, Kota Ibushi has cemented himself in wrestling history as the first wrestler to win the best of the Super Juniors, the New Japan Cup, and the G1. So congrats to Kota Ibushi. Really psyched to see that happen. Uh, this dude is a phenomenal talent. Um, no matter where he's at, no matter what, who he's in the ring with, he is going to deliver. So very psyched to see that. Um, that he's made history, like I said, by being the only one to win the best of the Super Juniors, the New Japan Cup, and the G1 Climax. Um, also coming out of New Japan, uh, Kenta has joined the Bullet Club. Yes, former WWE superstar Hideo Itami has joined the Bullet Club. So now, this is where I feel Kenta belongs um, as part of the New Japan roster. And him joining Bullet Club... I think is going to draw more eyes to Bullet Club and help cement them more so um, than they already are. Um, Kenta does bring some superstar value to that to that faction. Um, not like that there isn't already with the Gorillas of Destiny and Jay White, Bad Luck Fale. Um, I just think adding Kenta to that group is going to draw more eyes to them. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Super excited for that. Super excited to see Kenta. Um, in a place that's a little more prominent than just kind of being lost in the shuffle, um, like he was on uh, while well, he during his stint with WWE. Uh, AEW news: AEW has signed Orange Cassidy. So very excited for that. Um, really enjoyed Orange Cassidy when I first saw him in the first Battle Royal for AEW's first pay per view. Uh, dude is just hilarious and runs his gimmick so well that it, it just works. No matter who he's in the ring with, it, it just works, and it's great. So looking forward to see what they do with him. Uh, WWE news. Uh, WWE has signed uh, former Lucha Underground talent King Cuerno, and he is expected to join NXT in September. And female wrestling standout Santana Garrett has also signed with WWE. Now she was a part of the first May Young Classic. And she's also wrestled a few times on NXT TV as well. And she's also made some appearances for Impact. So if you're not familiar with her, I suggest you know hitting up YouTube. Um, look for Santana Garrett. Check out some of her matches. She's a phenomenal talent. Um, and really psyched to see King Cuerno and Santana Garrett um, joining WWE. So that's it for the news. Um, we got Raw and SmackDown from this week. We'll get into that a little bit later. I'm going to run through SummerSlam results here real quick. Uh, if you have a few hours to kill, there is a bonus episode up that's available now. It's a bonus SummerSlam episode where you can listen to myself and my friends, the misgendered tag team, Garrett and Carl, talking about the SummerSlam pay-per-view and playing some WWE Trivia Mania. 
and an update on that as well. Uh, since we did not finish the game during the podcast and it went into a little bit of overtime. That's right. I am your reigning WWE Trivia Mania champion. Yes, a game that lasted almost the at lasted the entire length of the SummerSlam pay-per-view plus an hour after finally declared a winner. And yes, folks, that was me. So, there's your update on the Trivia Mania game from the bonus SummerSlam episode. Um, quick SummerSlam results. Um, we had Rollins who is now your new Universal Champion, uh, defeating Lesnar. Kofi retained over Orton via a double countout. Uh, Charlotte defeated Trish. Owens, of course, defeated Shane. AJ retains over Ricochet. Becky retains over Natty. Bailey retains over Ember. Um, on the pre-show, the kickoff show, um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross retained over the Iconics. Uh, Buddy Murphy uh, went over Apollo Crews. And Drew Gulak retained over Oni Larkin. So, some great matches, some quick notes here. Um, AJ Styles and Ricochet was hands down probably the best match of the night. Um, the entire card was great. There wasn't one single match on there that said, Jesus, this match really sucks. Um, but one thing I did skip over there was um, The Fiend defeating um, Finn Balor, which was one of the most anticipated matches of the night, and it did deliver on every aspect of it, right down from The Fiend's entrance to just mannerisms and like the match itself just overall vibe that Bray Wyatt's new characters the Fiend gives off is just so amazing um there's probably about a 15 minute stint in our SummerSlam bonus episode where the three of us are just staring at the TV and it's just complete silence during like this whole thing it's just amazing and not to mention the lantern he came out with with of course you know the, the mock-up of Bray's face with like the eyes sewn shut and like the mouth wide open with the lantern coming out it was just amazing how much work that they put in to get to this character and I really hope they don't screw it up so they've, they've got like th- this is a home run on their hands right here if, if done correctly um. Yeah, like I said, the, the entire pay per view overall was great. It was great to see Rollins go over Lesnar. Um, I kind of had a feeling that he was going to, which I did call that he was going to go. That you know, I felt he was going to go over just the through the amount of beatdowns that he'd taken from Lesnar over the last few weeks leading into that match, uh, just made him seem like an underdog. So, um, but yeah, great matchup, great pay per view. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, NXT Takeover, um, not a whole lot of came, not a whole lot came out of that actually. Um, all the titles were defended, not a single title changed hands. The triple threat match for the NXT North American title was phenomenal. Uh, the tag team match was great too. The uh, tag title match between the Street Profits and why am I drawing a blank on who the Street Profits wrestled? I did not take notes for takeover i forgot to write stuff down um but the uh the street profits i'm not a big fan of the street profits profits but they they put on an entertaining matchup on saturday night um of course adam cole johnny gargano was a fantastic matchup um just anything everything you would expect from the two of them and just that third fall was just freaking amazing but was it just me or that first fall seemed like it lasted forever with just the traditional, like, the standard wrestling match. Like, it, it seemed like it took forever to get into the second fall with a no-DQ match. And then from there, it just kind of it went a lot quicker. Um, 
but Adam Cole did retain over Johnny Gargano. Uh, Shayna Baszler um, retained as well over Mia Yim. I was kind of hoping to see, really wanted to see a Mia Yim title um, reign, but I guess that's not going to happen anytime soon. So hopefully in the near future, we'll see uh, someone go over Baszler. Uh, what else happened? Io Shirai and Candice LeRae was a fantastic matchup. I mean, just that whole pay-per-view in general was was solid, like every NXT pay-per-view is. Um, Ring of Honor Summer Supercard results. We had the Villain Enterprises over the Kingdom. Um, we had PJ Black come out. He was supposed to take on Silas Young, but Young decided he did not want to wrestle that night. So PJ issued an open challenge to which the villain, Marty Skrull, had answered the challenge. And Marty, of course, went over PJ Black. Um... Kelly Klein retained over Tasha Steeles. Uh, Lifeblood over Lethal and Jonathan Gresham. Uh, Shane Taylor versus Williams was supposed to happen, but flipped it. Flip Gordon attacked Tracy Williams. Uh, the match doesn't happen. They ended up postponing it. Um, Roosh over Dalton Castle in a no DQ match. I was kind of surprised on that one because I kind of figured Castle would pick up the win on that one. Um, then we do get. Shane Taylor taking on Hot Sauce Tracy Williams for the Ring of Honor Television Championship, uh, which, of course, Shane Taylor retained. Um, then, of course, we had the six-man tag match featuring a few guys from the um, AAA promotion. I'm not even going to attempt to announce pronounce their names again. But uh, winners of that match were Caristico, Saberano Jr., and Stucca Jr. Uh, Matt Taven retained over Alex Shelley. And the Briscoes retained over the Gorillas of Destiny in a ladder war. So, pretty good stuff there. If you haven't checked it out yet, I suggest checking that out. Um, but we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to go over some Raw and SmackDown. We've got some figure news, and of course your local events coming up in the North Carolina area. So, lots of good stuff going on. So, stay tuned. We will be right back. What's up, everyone? This is Chris the Heat Matthews, the host of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. And I want to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, and they give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. All right, and we are back. So let's break down Raw and SmackDown. Of course, when we do the breakdowns here on the Russell Getting Podcast, um, we generally only talk about, well, I only talk about what I thought was the match of the night, segment of the night, and the disappointment of the night. Sometimes we'll get into a little other things, but um, let's break it down here. Raw, match of the night, the two out of three falls match featuring Andrade and Mysterio. It's a great matchup. Of course, like the last couple weeks that they've locked up, phenomenal matchup. Anytime these two guys are going to step in the ring, you're going to get 150% out of both of them. Um I'm very interested to see where the storyline is heading. Um, it's very rare that you see Mysterio lose a match like that. Um, you know, two straight falls just right out the gate. 
Um, this really solidifies Andrade as a serious competitor. And, you know, just the, the backstage segment with Mysterio, with his interview, talking about how, you know, he's never lost two straight falls like that. And that, you know, he just doesn't know what to do now. He's just trying to support his family. And he just kept repeating, my family, my family. So I'm very interested to see where this story arc is going to go. Um, segment of the night, of course, you really can't put anything else on here except for the return of Sasha Banks. Um, I mean, what can you say? You know, the whole segment started with Natty um, talking about how much she respects Becky, um, how she does not take anything back that that she said about Becky over the last couple of weeks. And then, um, you know, started talking about her father. And, of course, she was interrupted by Sasha, who would come out, you know, gave her a hug and then just turned around and just laid into her, just beat down Natty. Uh, so we won't be seeing Natty on TV for a while um, after that beat down. Um, and of course, she had the significance with Sasha ripping off the the wig that she had on, which was you know her pinkish purplish hair that she had had before she had left. Um, so I'm assuming you know taking off the wig means she's shedding her face character, becoming a heel with the blue hair um, as she beat down Natty, um, which in turn led to Becky trying to make the save, but of course Sasha getting the upper hand over Becky and beating her down with a chair. Uh, and I know a lot of people kind of are on the fence about Sasha returning. They, some people think that they should have just let her go. Um, I'm kind of on the fence as well. There is a serious lack of competitors, at least top competitors, top name superstars for the women's division on Raw. Um, you know, there's only so many times we can see Becky and Alexa Bliss. Um, you know, we only got Natty because the SummerSlam was in Toronto. So they've been a, like a great pop for Natty. Um, like you need a contender and Sasha Banks makes the most sense um, she could be the one to actually take the title off of Becky at some point um, if that does happen hopefully she will get a much lengthier title reign uh, than previous years plus heel Sasha is way better than face Sasha so we should be getting some compelling story arcs out of this as well hopefully um, disappointment of the night for Raw, of course, is the um, lack of the Fiend, uh, which is a good and a bad thing because you really don't want to overexpose this character and using him sparingly as long as there, you know, there's a match built up around him uh, seems to be the best route. And I'm glad that they're going this route. But, you know, once you've seen him wrestle and once, you know, you get that full entrance and you get a little taste, it's like it's like a Pringles, man. Like once you pop that top, you can't stop. And it's like, give me more fiend. That's that's what we want. So, but I am I'm kind of excited and glad that they did not feature him um, on Raw, so or on SmackDown. Either way, but um, yeah. So speaking of SmackDown, let's roll into that um, match of the night. I've actually got two on here. Uh, one which was surprisingly well uh, was Roman Reigns and Buddy Murphy. That match was just fantastic from bell to bell. Um, Buddy Murphy really showed why he is considered the best kept secret on the WWE roster. This dude can go, and I've been a fan of Buddy Murphy since back in the NXT days um, when it was him, when it was uh, Blake and Murphy and Alexa with their NXT Tag Team Champions, things like that. And it's just exciting to see him finally get some airtime on SmackDown and to go into 
a matchup like that with um, with Roman Reigns and deliver on every single aspect of that. Uh, Ember Moon versus Charlotte. Of course, we got this match a few weeks ago, um, but we actually got a full match out of this. And very excited that it actually happened. This is a match we should have got a few weeks ago, and it was a great matchup. Um, I'm a huge Ember Moon fan, like you've heard me say before. Uh, she really puts in the work and pretty much deserves any bit of TV time that she can snag or pay-per-view time. Uh, let's see. Segment of the night, of course, the Kevin Owens and Shane O'Mac opener. Really much the same banter going back and forth between the two of them. So we're obviously not done with uh, Shane O'Mac and KO. Uh, disappointment of the night. Really, I don't have any complaints for SmackDown. It was a great show. And there's not really anything that I can complain about um, or anything that was disappointing. Um, but also coming out of this week's TV with Raw and SmackDown, we had the, we've got the return of the King of the Ring for next week, uh, which will feature 16 competitors, eight from each show. Uh, from Raw, we've got Baron Corbin, Cesaro, Cedric Alexander, Drew McIntyre, Ricochet, Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, and The Miz. Uh, SmackDown, we're getting Ali, Andrade, Apollo Crews, Buddy Murphy, Chad Gable, Elias, Kevin Owens, and Shelton Benjamin. So it's great to finally see Shelton Benjamin wrestle because God knows how long it's been since Shelton Benjamin has wrestled. Um, but uh, be fantastic to see him actually in a match. Uh, but my prediction for King of the Ring is going to be Andrade with just the uh, role that he's been on as of late is just phenomenal and I really um, can't really see anybody taking the win in this tournament um, I mean you have other names in there like Kevin Owens and um, Elias, The Miz, Samoa Joe, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, uh, Cesaro but I really see Andrade taking the win for this entire tournament so pretty psyched about that. Uh, I do love the King of the Ring. I actually wish it was an actual pay-per-view event or even a network spotlight event. Something aside from um, just being on an episode of Raw. But I'll take what I can get. And like I said, it should be pretty solid. The names that are listed on here um, are going to deliver in those type of tournament matches. So pretty psyched to see that. And of course, we'll have a full rundown of that next week. Um, so that's pretty much it for Raw and SmackDown. Uh, let's get into some, to some figure news real quick here um, before we take a quick break. Uh, we've got up on Ringside Collectibles new pre-orders. We have the AJ Styles and Finn Balor Elite 2-pack. Um, we've got the Undertaker is Kane Ringside Exclusive. Uh, basic 102 featuring Drake Maverick. So all those sets are up for pre-order now. Um, in stock and shipping is Battle Pack 61, featuring the first time in the line figures of the Iconics. I'm pretty psyched to get those. So I've got some Usos. Uh, Basic 100, which is a solid set. It's mainly like some of the some of your Legends figures, but you know it is a milestone. I really can't think of any other figure line that has gone um, to 100 series like continuously. Um, so pretty psyched about that as well. And also Elite 70, which is featuring uh, Johnny Gargano, uh, Vince McMahon, and a couple other guys in there, is shipping as well. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll get into your local North Carolina events. Got a lot of stuff going on, especially this coming weekend. Um, break down some other stuff. So we'll be back in just 
a little bit. So hang tight. And we're back. So yes, we're going to break it down with some events that are happening in the great state of North Carolina. So if you happen to be in the in North Kakalaki, we got some uh, some great wrestling events that you can check out. Um, starting off with this weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina, yes, the 16th through the 18th, T-Mart Promotions presents The Gathering, which looks to be an awesome wrestling convention um, that will have a, an actual wrestling event advertised for it as well. Um, but advertised for appearing at the event, um, Kurt Angle, Scott Hall, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, C.W. Anderson, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Greg the Hammer Valentine, ECW original, the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, the Boogeyman, Sergeant Slaughter, Mr. Bob Backlund, Ken Patera, the one-man gang, Ron, damn, Simmons, Scarlett Bordeaux, Priscilla Kelly, and J.J. Dillon. Now, they're also they're advertising 80 wrestlers for this event, so I'm not going to be able to list every single one of them. Um but you can check out T-Mart Promotions. Um, just Google T-Mart Promotions, and you'll be able to find the link for that. Uh, I believe it's tmartpromotions.com, but I'm not 100% sure. But just Google it. You should be able to find it with the entire list of who's going to be there. It's a, it's an amazing lineup. Um, a great mix of past and present superstars, but it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, unfortunately, I have to do the adult thing and work this weekend, um, so I'm not going to be able to go which sucks because this looks like so much fun. And, you know, Brutus the Barber Beefcake is going to be there. I know I mentioned this last week, but I've got a Jack's Pacific three-pack of Brutus, Hogan, and Jimmy Hart that is signed by Hogan and Jimmy Hart, and all I need is Brutus's signature to complete it. And it's just driving me nuts that I can't get out there to, to get that signature. Um, but I've had other people offer to take it out there for me and get it signed, but it's just not the same. Um because like yeah cool you know i met hogan at this event and you know jimmy hart was there too and got his signature on it as well you know they're really cool blah 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 and uh you know little jimmy took this out for me and got assigned by brutus the barber beefcake so i actually didn't get to meet him so i mean it's just the stories that go along with the signatures that that make the the signature valuable for me anyway um but it, it looks like a solid event like i said um google t-mart promotions presents the gathering to find the the complete list of who's going to be there and how to get tickets and stuff like that um also going on on the 16th in hubert north carolina if you have the premier wrestling federation um and of course on the 16th in rayford north carolina you have alternative championship entertainment and going on at the end of the month august 31st out of winston-salem aml is advertising Velvet Sky and Angelina Love. Yes, the beautiful people. Kira Hogan, Colby Carino, and C.W. Anderson. So that looks like a fun event as well. Um, especially if you are fans of any of those guys. I'm a big C.W. Anderson fan. Of course, Kira Hogan is awesome. And uh, Colby Carino is a great talent as well. Of course, the son of Steve Carino. Um, we've got tickets on sale uh, September 7th. The famous Dorton Arena here in Raleigh. Big Time Wrestling is returning. Uh, they're advertising Kurt Angle, Kane, Arn Anderson, and Tennille Dashwood, formerly known as Emma. And they're also running, I believe, from 4 to 6. I may be wrong on the time of that, but you can um, check it out on Big Time Wrestling's uh, Facebook page or their um, website, I think it's btw.com or bigtimewrestling.com, but you can Google that as well. I'm not doing all the work for you. So uh, they're running a seminar with Arn Anderson that's going to run a couple hours. 
Um, you can purchase tickets to that direct from their website. So learn from the enforcer, um, anywhere from the basics of pro wrestling to production, things like that. So it's pretty cool that they're running an event like that, especially with the, the knowledge that Anderson has. Just just an awesome experience, learning experience for anyone that wants to participate. Um, also, September 15th, you have WWE's Clash of Champions event in Charlotte. Um, not really a whole lot has been advertised for that event yet as far as what's been developed on Raw and SmackDown, so should be pretty solid. Um, one event that I am super excited for, uh, September 21st, Keenansville, North Carolina, uh, Masters of the Ring Entertainment, which is benefiting the nonprofit organization Fishing with Special Friends. So, advertised for this event so far, you have Lisa Marie Varon, formerly known as Victoria and Tara, uh, Melina, Shane Douglas, the franchise Shane Douglas, I should say, with Francine, TJ Perkins, Eli Drake, Sean Spears, formerly known as Ty Dillinger, the badass Billy Gunn, the cowboy James Storm, Chavo Guerrero, Stevie Richards. Um, Al Snow was originally advertised for the event, but unfortunately he had some uh, prior commitments with Ohio Valley Wrestling. Uh, so he has been replaced with the Impact World Heavyweight Champion, the Machine, Brian Cage. And also just announced this week, uh, you have Terry Runnels, formerly known as Marlena. And one that I am super excited for is none other than Mr. Anderson. Anderson. That's right. Formerly known as Ken Kennedy in the WWE. Ken Anderson is going to be joining us at Masters of the Ring Entertainment. So psyched for this. Um, also advertised, they're going to crown the first ever Masters of the Ring Entertainment Women's Champion in a match between Lisa Marie Varon and Melina. There's also an invitational battle royal and a meet and greet from 4 to 6. Um, the doors for the event open up at 7. Well, the event starts at 7. Um, like I said, this is benefiting the nonprofit group Fishing with Special Friends. So come on out and enjoy a great night of wrestling. Meet some of your favorite superstars and support a great cause. Um, we're going to wrap things up here. But, of course, we have the answer to last week's trivia question and a new trivia question for you this week. Uh, no Q&A because I forgot to post. Um, make a post with uh, um, asking questions for the Q&A. Um, but last week's trivia question was the 1990 SummerSlam. Um, at the 1990 SummerSlam, the Hart Foundation demolition match was what type of match? Um, the choices that you were given were a steel cage, a two out of three, two out of three falls match, or a no countout. The correct answer for that was two out of three falls. Um, and the and who interfered in that same match was the Legion of Doom. Um, choices, of course, were Legion to Doom, Money, Inc., and Nasty Boys. So that was last week's trivia question. This week, we're going to kick it all the way back to 1989. Um, so this one is going to be multiple choice, and it's pretty simple. So the tag team champions at the 1989 Survivor Series were choices are the Brain Busters, the Legion of Doom, or Demolition. So, if you have an answer, you can email that answer to askrusselgeddon at gmail.com and just put in the subject line, episode 7 trivia question, or you can just wait till next week when I give you the answer to that question. So, but that is pretty much all I've got for this week. 
Um, thank you guys for taking some time out and listening. Um, go ahead and check out the bonus SummerSlam episode if you've got a few hours to kill or if you just want something on in the background while you're doing some other stuff. That's totally up to you, but uh, give it a listen. And like I said, thanks for checking out the Russell Gettin Podcast. I am, as always, your illustrious host, Chris the Heat Matthews, and I'll catch you all next week for episode eight. Later, losers. <laughs>